0: I'm your host, certified health coach, motivational speaker, sober since July of 2016, American Ninja Warrior competitor, two-time world record holder, and ultra-marathoner, Matt Scaletti. Here we go! Welcome back, everybody, to the Live in the Dream podcast. Matt Scaletti here with a special guest. This is Clay Ratterman. I called him Ratterman earlier, so I'm going to work on that throughout this interview. <laughs> wow. And Clay is an Ohio native, so you Pittsburghers, don't hold that against him. He's a great guy. <laughs> He's currently living in Austin, Texas. He played for, I know how to say this, the Ohio State University as a safety, and Clay now works in finance and has had some pretty amazing experiences in his young life so far with American Ninja Warrior, which hopefully we can talk about, ultra marathon running, and the trip that I'm most excited to hear about, his most recent uh, adventure to the Himalayas. So, Clay, welcome, brother.
1: Thank you, thank you. I'm pumped to be here. Uh, Obviously, your audience, I'm sure, knows quite a bit about you, but I look up to you quite a bit. Uh, And Matt and I actually met at uh, VCon at one of Gary Vaynerchuk's events and hit it off. We had an awesome workout together, so... Yeah, I'm so glad we're we're still uh, keeping in touch, and hopefully we can get together again in person and get some workouts
0: together. Man, I hope so too, and I will just share this. I watched Clay, it was like 45 degrees outside in Minneapolis, and we were going into these cold plunges, and I've never seen somebody not flinch at all about it being 45 degrees outside <laughs> or the ice bath that he was getting into, and Clay, no emotion, easy day, bathing in it, very impressive my <laughs> The friend. rubber ducky.
1: No, we uh, to be fair, we had to do ice baths every single day at football, so it's uh something I was used to for quite a bit of time.
0: Well, it, it looked like it. You look very comfortable. All right, so we know you went to Ohio State, but take us back to what were you like growing up? Like was football your thing were you always into working out? Like walk us through high yeah. school or grade school, Clay.
1: Yeah, grade school clay, I would say um super i was kind of like calm demeanor i guess my parents would say like i was pretty chill and i was a very chill baby if that makes sense which is funny my brother was like temper tantrum kid uh which if you like saw him now he's super super chill and like the so it's just weird like I, we're almost flip-flopped in some sense not that i had temper tantrum but uh in terms of like personality type um we we definitely like we kind of balanced balanced out i would say Uh, But basically, um, I played like a ton of sports growing up. So my brother's two years older than me. um, And he is like, he's like this weird type of uh, competitive, like he might be like the laziest person of all time, most of the time. But if he gets to be competitive, like you better watch out because like his willpower during a specific burst of time is like unstoppable. And so I dealt with that growing up a lot. We competed in pretty much everything. Uh, I played on his sports team. So I would like play two years up. My dad would kind of force us into the same stuff together. Um, My dad's a a special agent for Homeland Security. So he actually just retired uh, this week, believe it or not. So he had an epic career. Um, He's actually, there's a show on HBO called The Trade. If anyone's ever seen it, they follow around like different things about the drug trade and they follow a special agent in that show. That's my dad. So they oh. uh yeah so growing up uh, we had a quite the crazy household in, in terms of competitiveness uh, my parents were actually divorced so they got divorced probably when i was in like second grade i think um so there's a period of time where one lived in ohio and one lived in michigan so we had a lot of back and forth between those two states which will kind of build the lore of, of <laughs> my football career later on i'm sure um, it will So basically I had a lot of friends between each of those states grew up in both of those states, uh, was born in Ohio, born a Buckeye, uh, born an Ohio state fan. And I played pretty much every sport you could imagine growing up Um, again, kind of just by the nature of doing whatever my brother was doing. Um, So we competed a lot and then we kind of took different paths. He kind of, I don't want to say fell off, but pretty much fell off the sports bandwagon. Once we got, later into high school he was really good at track so he kind of stuck with that um and then I kind of went from hockey to lacrosse to I always was playing football and then finally once I was in high school um I kind of decided like you know I'm I'm gonna probably be average at all these if I keep keep all of them let's like try to focus on something I was terrible, actually, uh, not terrible. I was, I was really good at football, terrible in the weight room. So I was probably the skinniest kid on my team, actually like, legitimately the weakest player on my entire football team when I was a freshman, um, oh. which was a bit weird because coming from middle school, lifting didn't matter. So I was like a baller in middle school, like in terms of like I played receiver and, and did really well. Uh, And when I say baller, our team went one and seven. Uh, (laughs) Actually, sorry, sorry. Both years we were in middle school, uh, we won one game out of both the years I was there. But I was like the best on my team. So (laughs) we were really bad. We actually, our coach in eighth grade quit uh, before the season started because of how bad he knew we were. So we we legit didn't have a coach going into the season. We had no plays. We show up to the first game and... (laughs) The first football game of my eighth grade year, we didn't know a single play. Our our coach was like a teacher that just subbed in, and he punted the ball on third down, and like literally, like this is like a total shit show. Sorry if, if we're not allowed to cuss on here, but basically, imagine just imagine the worst possible thing. Like we had a play called the rat pass, where my they would just pitch it to my friend, and he would just bomb it downfield to me. So that's my like middle school career. And then heading into high school, I actually, like I said, I was a good athlete in the sense of like, I had done really well in football up until that point, but high school, at least where I went, there was a ton of kids there. um, Very big, like it was really competitive. So as a freshman, I had zero chance of uh, playing JV or varsity. So I'm on the freshman team and believe it or not, I'm on out of the freshman team they had a B team on the freshman team. Like this is like the worst it can possibly get. And I somehow landed on the B team on the freshman team.
0: Oh man.
1: uh, Yeah. Again, this is, this is bad. Like, it's like, (laughs) like you suck, but I didn't suck. They just never gave me a chance. I was like, I'm telling you, I promise I'm not that bad. Uh, And so I was just really weak and super small. And honestly, like I, I learned one of the biggest lessons in my life at that point, which was, I was doing enough to get by, which was hard. Like doing 90% of the work was really hard, but like, I learned after about two, three years of pain of like, this sucks. I hate my life. Like, why am I doing this? I wanted to quit football, to be honest. And then I I just stuck with it. And then finally I was like, I'm doing 90% of the work and getting no results. So like, I might as well, if I'm going to show up here every single day and put myself through this shitty experience, might as well show up and actually just try and see what happens. So instead of like just hiding during workouts and skipping reps, I I would go home and work out twice. I would work out after school workouts. I started like really taking, uh, my fitness, my diet seriously. I was like, I'm sick of being this small kid that's weaker than everyone. Yeah. And so that lit a fire under my ass and I got big over my sophomore to junior year. And finally the coaches were like, Oh, like what the heck this? You know, I started winning. Like I had that, the dip, uh, the record for the most dips, the oh, most yeah. push-ups. I started giving these records and they're like, dang, like this, like, where did he come from? <laughs> and so, uh, Finally, my senior year, I, I played a little my junior year, but nothing crazy. Um, but I knew I was good. Like I knew like my whole upbringing, I was good at football. So like I just had this two, three year window where I just sucked for the literally the lack of not getting a chance to play. Like I never got a down on the field. So finally, my my senior year, I'm behind this kid at receiver. Um, long story, he had like a, a famous NFL uh, dad who was really, really good. So he was kind of the shoe in for that spot. Yep. So I kind of writing was on the walls. You're not going to play this year unless you figure something else out. I switched my position to corner uh, a couple weeks before the season. And I start getting all these interceptions in practice. And so the coaches are like, they're thinking I'm cheating because they're like, Oh, he played receiver for two, three years. He just knows all the plays. So he's just cheating. And so they literally would like, they were like, they still weren't letting me start. These were genuinely decent interceptions in practice, <laughs> and so finally they, we have a scrimmage against like one of the top teams in the state in the first uh, week before our first game, and I get a crazy interception during that scrimmage. So that sets me off as the starter position my senior year. Uh, oh. I go on to be all conference, uh, leading the the conference in interceptions. We actually turn our season around. We beat the number one seed in the playoffs by like 40 points. We have this this pretty wild storyline of a year. Um, And, you know, out of all the seniors that started, again, you know, imagine our eighth grade team is now seniors in high school. We're still pretty bad in terms of uh, like overall talent, but all of a sudden that little group of guys that wasn't so good made this wild run. And so uh, it was only really me and a couple other seniors that were even starters. The rest of our starters were like this really talented younger class um and so my coaches were like hey we think you could probably play at the next level Um, uh, obviously you started really late here like you, you to yeah. get scholarships you better be doing well as a sophomore and a junior yeah uh so for me that wasn't like honestly again I was kind of sick at this point of of football but to kind of try to speed up the the story here this is a big part of my background so
0: uh, no, my I'm so curious was,
1: yeah so my my grandpa was basically like kind of number one supporter in terms of uh football and really sports growing up he's the guy that's like first person in the stands like literally first person in the stands before the game type thing so he is like kind of wanting me to go play somewhere in college he's like oh you should go to Ohio University instead of Ohio State because he's like you could you know maybe walk on there or play I had some loose offers coming from or, or some interest and things like that from D1 AA or D2 schools. Uh, but that wasn't interesting to me because that wasn't like, I'm just, I, I didn't like football enough to want to go play at one of those D2 schools. Like I wasn't in it that much for, for that specific reason. And I grew up a Buckeye. So I was like, I'm going to Ohio State if I can go to Ohio State. Uh, weird story. I actually got deferred from the school and wait-listed. I had over a 4.0 GPA too. So my school was like very competitive. Wow. Um, so deferred, waitlisted. I got accepted to Ohio State on the final day of my senior year. Um, oh, so man. like way, way late. Everyone's already like got their roommates. They got everything situated. The final day of my senior year, a letter comes in the mail. I'm actually committed to OU at this point. Um, so I'm going to OU. I have roommates, everything. Wow. And Last day of my senior year, you wear a shirt that has your school on it. A letter comes in the mail. It's a letter from Ohio State. I get off the wait list. Before going to school, I changed my shirt to Ohio State. My roommates were even there at school, like, what the heck, dude? Like, oh. So it was literally that last minute. And um, that changed, obviously, the course of uh, my life quite a bit.
0: <laughs> yeah, it changed so, everything. I mean, that's, that's yeah.
1: crazy end up going to to Ohio State and then once again I didn't even make it into my major at this point so they they wouldn't let me into my like they wouldn't even let me in the finance major so I I kept just getting these like weird roadblocks as I'm going along um and so Ohio State actually it's my freshman year they win the national championship in football and so (laughs) I'm sitting there watching this and to be honest I was like this weird mixture of feelings between like Maybe I could be out there. Maybe like like I have these big aspirations. Like nobody would have believed in me at that time. though If I was like, "Hey, I'm going to walk on and I'm going to play at Ohio State," it would have been like, "Oh yeah, like good luck." And yeah, that that was the response from you know family, friend, whatever. So I, I never even really said it. Like I didn't I didn't really voice my aspiration at that point. Uh, but my grandpa actually he had cancer at the time. He entered hospice care, uh, which is kind of like your last leg. Um, and so when he was in hospice, kind of like week before he passed away, I knew this might be my last time communicating. So it was just the two of us in his room. And I made a promise to him that I was going to walk on at Ohio state. And unfortunately, like a week or so later, he did pass away, but obviously that lit a massive fire under my ass, uh, at least personally. And so No one really knew about that at the time, but I ended up um, starting my journey of trying to pursue that goal. So I was on, obviously this journey gets long and, and drawn out. I tried very hard. I was working out like crazy. The path to do this, by the way, there is no path. Like there's no, Hey, this is what you should do. At least at the time that I was there, the closest I could see to any information was a Reddit post from 10 years prior about (laughs) somebody seeing something about a tryout. That was it. That was the only thing on the internet I could find. Um, So at this time, I am emailing everyone. I'm trying to figure out, do they do tryouts? Is this even a thing? Can I talk to a coach? Which coaches should I talk to? Like, do I have eligibility? Like there's a million questions in the air at this point. So there, there's actually a thing called the ohio state's fastest student race at this time put on by the football team and so i'm like here's my shot i gotta go win this race all these students line up and you do a 40-yard dash and so first year i make it to the finals and i lose and then i'm like shit that might have been my chance this one kid was so fast the kid i went against <laughs> was like I, I don't even know his 40 must have been crazy uh, next year i go back and i win and I'm thinking like, okay, maybe this is it. Like this will get me noticed. Didn't actually have any effect. I, I ran in the spring game, like in front of a hundred thousand people to to do this race. And I thought like, maybe that'll get me noticed. And honestly, it didn't help at all. Um, wow, so that's, like, that's like me kind of trying my, my first little inklings of it. And then ultimately what ended up happening was I took a job at Rogue Fitness and I, I, got the right contact of somebody that was the walk-on coordinator or the director of player personnel. And they emailed me back finally, because I sent them my film and I'm just trying to get a hold of someone to get, he goes, Hey, we might have a tryout. Maybe in the fall, first week of the semester, I'll email you if we do. So I, this is the summertime I'm freaking out. I'm like, Holy shit. There's maybe a chance. (laughs) Yeah. I intern at rogue that summer i'm just going ham in their weight room <laughs> like going all out training for football weirdest thing ever this this will tie in our our ninja warrior background we actually that summer get accepted onto american ninja warrior for the college edition so they're doing rivalry schools oh yeah so i'm on uh we me and my brother and um Uh, our friend Bren at the time, like we, the three of us are a team. We get accepted onto the show. So fall time rolls around and this is wild. I get an email from the guy, hey, here's the tryout date. We're gonna have an open tryout. Like, or it's invite only or whatever it was at the time. They're like, this is when the tryout is. I'm freaking out. All of a sudden, Ninja Warrior emails, my flight to Ninja Warrior is the day of the tryout. (laughs)
0: So I'm like, are you, <laughs> kidding me? like, what is going oh on? Oh my, this is insanity.
1: It's it so wild. Like the, it was such a weird thing. And so, so anyway.
0: Yeah. What do you do? What
1: did you do? I, I, obviously football was like, like, this was a weird situation. Cause I can't let my brother down and, uh, Bryn, like we're already set to go. Like, I can't just be like, sorry guys. Can't do it. Um, so I, I just lied. Like I just reorchestrated the, I just bought a different flight and then skipped the flight that Ninja Warrior had got me. So I bought a red eye that night just to like sneak in at the last minute. And, and I was like, I have to do this. Like I'm going to the tryout. So I go to the tryout and I actually have like the best performance of my life. It's mostly like combine stuff. Like you would do it like the NFL uh, combine. And so like I run a four oh, cool. my shuttle is a four zero zero. Like I'm on fire. Like I'm doing really, really well. And I get to the end of it. And they have these white slips of paper that have all your times on it. And the guy basically, who's the walk-on coordinator, they keep your white slip if they want to talk to you after, and they give it back to you if they're like, all right, we'll see you later. Um, I had the fastest times across the board on everything. Oh, and wow. they didn't give—they didn't keep my white slip of paper. And so I was like, wait, what is going on? Like, this makes no sense. And I even was like, I was talking to one of the strength coaches and I'm like, like, look at my times like why would they not keep my white slip of paper like what's going on because I saw them keep two other guys and so I'm like if like there's no way like I was like wait <laughs> what is happening like if this was based on just these stats then like I, I should be in this group yeah and so I'm like getting like I'm, I'm just like feeling heated like I'm like what is happening like this sh- shouldn't be going this way and the guy, I just like, I, maybe I didn't pass the look test. I mean, you saw me in person. You're like, yeah, yeah, you know, probably not uh, an Ohio State football player. <laughs> at
0: least That's at not that true. That's not true at all. No. <laughs> also,
1: uh, that was at least my kind of take. The, the other guys did look pretty, uh, you know, they, they looked like they kind of fit the bill a little bit more. Um, especially, I was, you know, I'm, I'm a white guy. I'm trying out for corner. So <laughs> <laughs> this is unprecedented. Uh, us <laughs> unprecedented
0: territory. Yeah, and, so, and I'm sure – like height-wise were you like the shortest and smallest
1: no 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 actually for my position I'm actually like pretty much dead on average with most things oh, foot, what? oh okay okay one, I was like six foot 190 something like that Okay, uh, I mean some safety or some corners and safeties are a little bit bigger some are a little smaller but no there were kids I was definitely not the smallest in on, on oh. my team when I was at Ohio State not by a long shot
0: Okay, so so wait, go ahead. So what what happens with the sheet of paper? Like, how does it go down? So, yeah,
1: so basically that tryout, um, I I just didn't make it. Like, I just didn't make the whatever to the next round. Um, but one of my friends was in that next round that got his slip accepted, which was why I was even more baffled because I like me and my friend that had made it into that round, we played high school football together, so we knew each other like intimately. He had just transferred in from playing football at Akron, oh. um, and so so we were both in it. Together. We actually didn't know each other were trying out till we got to the tryout.
0: Wow. (laughs) Oh
1: my God, what are you doing here? So weird story. He got held back because the walk-on coordinator was a previous coach at Akron. So he had this weird in connection. Yeah. But basically, even him afterward, once we all got dismissed, he said the reason was they didn't have any roster spots at the time. So nobody could go. Uh, so I leave, I go to Ninja warrior. We do, we did okay on Ninja warrior. Like on, on the college edition, we like, you know, I made it all the way through. I did well. Um, we ended up losing in one of the rounds of the the rivalry thing, um, but we did just, well, but it's just I crazy. Come,
0: this I is come nuts. back
1: and I'm like, I'm devastated. Like uh, I, we, obviously we didn't win Ninja warrior and <laughs> I didn't make the football team. So I'm, I'm just sitting there. Like I'm a sophomore, you know, going into my sophomore year at this point, I'm like, man, what the heck is going on? Like, like everything I'm working so hard for just isn't working. Like I was yeah. like, trying to force this thing. And honestly, at that point, I wouldn't say I gave up because I never stopped working really, really hard, but I gave up the idea of this has to happen. So like, I knew that as long as I tried as hard as I could, my like promise to my grandpa was like, it's okay. Like I, I did every, literally everything I could possibly do to make this happen. And so um, I was at peace with the fact that if this doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. And I'm going to find something else great to do in life. And like, it's okay. Cause I did everything I could possibly do to make this happen. And just weirdly, I'm still working hard. You know, my focus isn't hundred percent on football. It's still on my post-it note on my wall. Like I'm going to make the football team. And basically what ends up happening is I get a text message from one of my close friends in high school and he, he sends me a tweet and it's just randomly the Ohio state football team saying having an open tryout, like it's just random in the middle of winter. It's like the first week of the semester in winter. And this is the first time they like publicized it for whatever reason, they just decided to have an open one. Like, Hey, all the students show up and like, we're going to, I don't know if they had to do it for like a publicity thing or what the reasoning was, But it seemed really strange because that wasn't how the previous one was. But anyway, I literally ran from my class to the facility uh, because you had to sign up. You have to like do all these forms the day before. So I have one day of like time and then show up to this next tryout. Actually, this tryout goes a little worse than the first one. My my times were a little worse because I wasn't, you know, as dialed as I was the first time. Yeah, Uh, I still ran a four or five. I was still the fastest person there. and so make it to the end of the tryout, my white slip of paper still doesn't get taken. I'm literally, now I'm heated. because I'm heated oh. again. Like, oh. it's the same guy too. It's the same guy, same scenario. So I'm literally walking off the field. Like, it's like a crushing feeling. I'm, I'm sure it is. Off the field. And the safety GA walks up to me. I'm like leaving. The safety GA grabs me and goes, where are you going? And I was like, oh, like they didn't take my white slip of And he's like, oh, he's like, come with me. Takes me somewhere else. We do position drills. And then he is the sole reason for sure that I made the team. Like he ends up just overriding whatever the other thing was, the other guy who was supposed to be in charge. And it's basically just like this one, like we want this one. And like, I end up making it from that. Um and me and my, you know, Nick Seamy, who I ended up going on to run the the first hundred miler with, uh, Nick was a walk-on with me. We met at that tryout and 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 all that stuff. So that it was the start of my football career at Ohio State. And then obviously the storyline goes, it's very hard to play there. So I ended up getting switched to safety, had an amazing time, like some of the best experiences of my entire life. Uh we were Big Ten champions, Cotton Bowl champions, graduate. Uh, I actually graduated in the top one percent of my class in finance. I made it into my major, made it through all these little trials and tribulations, made it out the other end, um, and yeah, ultimately left Ohio State feeling like blessed because I had this incredible experience after you know quite a bit of uh, you know tribulation. So that ultimately kicked me off into my uh, yeah my kind of my mindset of stuff I'm doing now.
0: That story, it, I, I'm sitting here like you. I mean, all these things. Now, you weren't giving up. I mean, you kept pushing. And I wrote down something that I think is huge for your whole story is, and you kind of glossed over this a little bit, but you stayed ready. I mean, I got to give you oh, a yeah. ton of props. You were pro- – I mean, to all of a sudden get a tweet, you need to be there like now. If you if you had been booze in the last two weeks, like oh, you would have never – you wouldn't have made it.
1: 100%. No, I was – that's the thing – I I released the feeling of this has to happen. Like it it was like a mental thing of like, I didn't stop the actions. I stopped the, the desire almost like the, whatever I was building up in my head. Um, So yeah, I think about that a lot. There's a book called the alchemist that I read. That Oh, I love that book. Yeah. That book. I there's something about like the release of the, like, that desire of what you were trying to happen, like that, that allows things to happen in a weird way. Um, and I, and I think back on that in my life, cause you know, in, in terms of trying to manifest different things to happen, that, that experience is like very, it sticks out for me quite a bit.
0: I'm um, sure it does. So give me, give me one. I got to reread the alchemist now that you said that what's the, what's one thing, a major takeaway from your time actually on the team At Ohio State. Whole other journey. Yeah. Sorry, I
1: went a long way on the (laughs) no, that was
0: uh, that's huge. That was that was awesome.
1: Yeah. The the journey on the team is so funny because I I I tell the story typically of what you know led to getting up to there, but it's hilarious. Like day one, you're on the team, like you're like, Oh my god, like what am I doing? Like you're competing (laughs) against the best of the best of the best, obviously. Uh, I mean, these are genetic you know these these guys are massive they're incredibly talented, strong, so you're in like a just a different world and the the coolest part about playing at Ohio State is how elite the whole environment is like I've never in my life to this day there's nowhere else that was more elite of a of a feeling like everything you do hundred percent intensity uh like like you're walking around and it's always, you're on, like, you don't walk in there, not on, like, it's like, at least that's how I felt when I was there under coach Meyer and and the the circumstances that we were on. So it was this ultra elite competitive and, you know, just intense, uh, area. and, And I learned so many lessons throughout. I mean, some of the hardest times in my entire life were, were through that, um, at least, you know, up to that point. And, yeah, I, I could go on and on about the time on the team. Um, but it was it was this feeling of like, whoa, like here I am now, like this is what you signed up for. Like you better figure it out. <laughs> like, like I'll I'll tell you this out of all the walk-ons that um and I think people like people have misconceptions about walk-ons and stuff. Like, oh, you were just a walk-on, or oh, this is it, like. It's not like that. Like when you're on a team of this stature, there's 120-ish people that are on the team. And again, everybody's good. Like you have to be very, very, very good to be there. And out of the 120, there's a thing called the 105. The 105 is like the, you know, the even more official roster that's, you know, at camp and like likelihood of playing. So I was on that as well. And then even below that's the 85 that uh or no, sorry. Yeah. 80, 85 that have scholarships. And then below that there's like 60 that are on even like travel or, and then maybe less that start. So it's like this ultra elite competitive environment. Um, so yeah, it's just being there is, uh, really intense.
0: I love how you said that. Like the culture is elite. That's, that's a really cool takeaway, even like in the business world. Like if you create this culture of being elite everybody's come even
1: close every work environment. I, and I haven't had that brotherhood, that camaraderie, that like feeling of like, we all suffered through this together. The only thing that ever brought me even close to that again, was running the hundred with two of my friends. That's the only thing that's even come or MMA, like Muay Thai and Jiu Jitsu, Kind of, but it's so not a team sport that it, like you feel it in training a little bit, but still nothing has come close to that environment.
0: Oh, I love this man! Like this is plus, we Clay's been nice enough that he's coming on Instagram Live in like thirty seconds. So oh, we're gonna, shoot. yeah, we're yeah, gonna, yeah. I we're, we're gonna have to cut. We're gonna have to do a part two of this podcast episode because this is too good uh, to not. Yeah. We we still whenever, gonna
1: have, whenever I was gonna say we'll do the Himalayas on,
0: on the, the next State. one. We got to hear the rest of the Ohio State story and Himalayas on part two of Clay coming on. Yeah, heck hey, man. well, I appreciate you coming on, brother. We're going to get over, hop on IG Live. So thank you for everyone for listening or watching, however you're consuming this. We appreciate you. And I appreciate you, Clay. I'll see you on IG Live in 30 seconds. Heck yeah. Sounds good. All, All right, right brother. Bye. Thanks for listening to another episode of Living the Dream with Matt Scaletti. I'm so grateful for you.